are back, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. My name is George Scandalis, welcoming you all and thanking you all for listening to our amazing podcast. We want to say thank you because we've gotten all your messages, all your emails. A lot of you have been requesting episodes and we have added them to the list. So we want to say thank you. Please sending, uh, please keep sending your requests in. For those of you that are like, oh, where do I send my request in? Well, that's easy. You got to follow us on our social handles. You got myself, the underscore skin, underscore guys. Send me a message. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how much you dislike me. That means we are creating an impact in your life, and I'm all about that. You can also send the power couple, Nick and Steph to Verdict from the USA, a message. You can follow them at Nick to Verdict. That is N-I-C-K-T-V-R-D-I-K. Did I get it right? You did. Woohoo! Yes. And then you can follow his beautiful <laughs> wife, who's a lot more interesting than him, at Steph to Verdict. Same last name. You know, that's how you make the game. Then we got Lisa Krause, the bitchin' beautician. That's at bitch N, the letter N, beautician. She's going to be our moderator today. I'm giving her a few seconds to breathe because she always gets a little nervous when she moderates. But before we go to Lisa, oh, my, man, my main squeeze, Mr. Tall and handsome Kiwi, the Gaston of Beauty and the Beast, Nathan Nathan. You're making me blush. And Lisa, I don't understand why you get anxious about moderating. I I I believe you're the best moderator out of all of us, to be honest. Absolutely. I disagree. You guys are the sweetest. Well, Thank you for that. I am really excited about our topic. I might not be excited about moderating, but I'm excited about our topic. And so topic today, big one, neuromodulators by the area or by the unit. And so because we only have 15 minutes, I am going to jump right over to George Scandalis to give us a kickoff on what he feels should be neuromodulator by the area or by the unit. George, take it away. Uh I'm so divided on this one. I think right? here's, here's, here's what it comes down to for me. I think it has to do with where you make your money from. Do a true business analysis. Number one, I don't think patients should be trying to dose themselves if they come in and they're like, well, I think I, you know, the last place I went to only gave me 27 units. And then one time I had 32, but it was too much. So this time I only want to do 25. No, you are not a medical professional. You do not know the dosing you need. It's like when you need antibiotics, you don't say, oh, I want only uh, 750 milligrams of penicillin three times a day. No, since when did you get into dosing? Like, leave it up to the professional to understand what your dosing is. But when it comes down to selling by unit or by area, you have to do a business analysis and see where you make your money from. For example, if you are a plastic surgeon that makes X amount of dollars off a tummy tuck, well, guess what? It is not in your favor to spend half an hour of your time injecting 50 units of Dysport or Botox or Javo, Nasiva, whatever the other brands are out there. I think there's another one, ZMN. Okay. Then you want to charge by the area because it guarantees that you are making the right amount of money you need for your profit margin during that time for your business. Bless you, Nick. He just sneezed twice in a row. The Greeks say when someone sneezes and you're talking, you speak the truth. I like that. So I'm, I'm on the fence about it, guys, because there's I know a lot of great doctors and clinics in our industry that do buy the unit, but I know a lot of great people that do buy the area. And some people get really offended when you sell by the area. But I think it's 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 really a matter of 
you know, what works for your business. One so is not more personal preference. Well, I think one is more professional preference. Let's say that. So yeah. what is going to make you the right amount of margin based on your business model, your setup, your square footage, your costs and everything? Because, you know, you're going to hear from the U.S. side how much more expensive the cost of injectables are over there. And I think these two are going to be able to tell you right off the bat, it is not a moneymaker for your business. In some cases, depending on what your business setup, it's almost like a lost leader to bring people through the door to sell them on the actual stuff that you are making a profit of. The reason why injectables do so well, though, it's because we've set up the industry wrong. We have sold immediate gratification. So whether you sell it by the unit or the area, it's up to you, in my opinion, as long as you are selling the stuff that's going to fix the foundation of your skin, which is mostly energy-based devices and skincare. That's my rant. Off to the next person. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> I love it, George. I love it because I I feel the, the same way about it, depending on your business model. So I'm going to hop over to your work husband, Nathan Strom. If you can weigh in on this, super excited to hear what you have to say, Nathan. Yeah, I, I agree with George a lot on this topic. I think we we kind of agree, and this is one thing we do agree on a lot. And for me... It's all about selling a result. Um, so for me, I would love to be in a position where where all clinics sold by the result. And what I mean is you're selling a package where it's like, I want to achieve this result. And as a consultant or a skin consultant or a skin professional, you say, well, this result is going to cost you say $5,000 over the next 12 months. And we're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And if you have a good enough relationship with that patient, you educate them well, they're not going to question, oh, well, how many units of this or how many how many lasers of this or how much skincare do I need? It's like you come in for your next appointment. It's like, here's your next skincare package. We're going to inject you a little bit here. We're going to laser you a little bit there and do it by that way. But I know that that is never going to happen in our industry because I almost feel like people in our industry are scared of missing out on the business if they if they take that stance. And in my opinion, I think it needs to be an industry sh- shift. I think us as providers, if we want to start treating by the area, we need to be staunch to our patients and say, hey, I'm the professional here. You want this result. This is how, what I need to do to get you to result Z or whatever it is. We need to follow A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And and would go about our business. But I think people are so scared that they're going to lose patience because they decide to treat by the area or treat by the package that they will always go back to the $11 or $12 a unit in, in Canada. Um, if I was a surgeon or a dermatologist, I would 100% treat by the area. If I was a yeah. nurse injector, I don't know. But if uh, I think this is a great position for a surgeon or a dermatologist to separate themselves from from the field and that's all I really have to say on it because George hit the nail on the head from my opinion I think you nailed it there sell the result I love that yeah 100 percent. and I think a lot of derms and plastics will hire nurse injectors to do the inject injectables because of you know their hands are the most expensive in the clinic if they're a derm or a a plastic surgeon, they're making more money for the business and doing what they love, whether they're cutting, whether they're whatever. And a nurse injector then might be, 
you know, the better route to go from a business perspective. Thank yeah. you. That was, yeah. yeah. Can I just say right. one more thing? And this is more Please. to the, con- this is more any consumers that are out there. Sure. You have to understand that neuromodulator is a journey. And if you're going to bargain hunt, you are never going to get the right result because you need to build a relationship with your injector. Because if your injector is very good, the first time they inject you, they're going to go on the conservative route because they don't want to make, they don't want to get droopy eye. They don't want to put too many units somewhere or not. you too many units somewhere and not enough the other place in another place. So it's a 12 month journey. I always say to patients when I consult, it'll take you three or four times to go to an injector. So they get to know you, you get to know them to find the, the beautiful result that you're after. It's a process. It's a journey. And I, one thing I hate about from the consumer point of view in our industry is the bargain shopping. This is your face, people. This is a hundred. This is like the most important part of your body. Everyone sees it. It's your beautiful smile. Find an injector or a surgeon or a dermatologist or a nurse that you love. You love them from for their personality. You love them for their professional work, and stick with them. Build a relationship with them. Be loyal to them because that's the way you're going to get the best results for your face. End yeah. of round. Yep. No, I love it. I love it. Power couple, Steph and Nick, would love to hear your opinion on this, especially with uh, being US-based. And I know um, I know you guys have a lot of great, great things to say on this topic. So go ahead. So I'm I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump in on this and I would definitely echo some of what George was saying, but it's very, very different in the US with neuromodulators. Um our margins are nothing like what it is in other countries, specifically Canada. So it is most definitely a loss leader. Very similarly to what laser hair removal is in the United States. I'm not quite sure what it is like in Canada, but it gets people in the door. So yes, you can definitely make money on some neuromodulators if your volume is phenomenal. But even then, we're talking about 50% less expensive in Canada. Is that about right? That that's a big deal. So shame we, on you, pharmaceutical companies. Shame on. <laughs> I, I can spend, I could spend the aesthetic coaches hour and a half on the pharmaceutical company conversation, but we're going to avoid that today. Um, but we, you can definitely use it because when people come in, we do a lot of body contouring, and we have a device energy based. Um, device business. That's what we've done. That's what we've always done. And we've been very successful with it, both at showing our, um, our clients results that they're looking for. And we do more body contouring than anybody really in our region in the energy-based aesthetic side of things. And that's where the margin is. And that's where we can show people some pretty wow results. That being said, if you are not offering neuromodulators, then you are missing the boat. So, of course, we do it, but it is not the core base of our business. Um, and our injector is absolutely amazing. She has 20-plus years of experience in this world, and she does an amazing job. But at the same time, I'm going to go back to some of what I've said on some of the other um, podcasts that we've had where I'm a big believer in – 
really trying to optimize what you're doing with your skin. Neuromodulators can get rid of wrinkles instantaneously. However, if you are not addressing the health of your skin and addressing the core base of where your collagen levels are at, what your, what your elastin is at, you're just throwing a lipstick on a pig. And I believe that they go hand in hand, right? So you, you, the way that I talk to patients about it is we need to get your skin up to where we can naturally, whether it be with Potenza, microneedling RF, regular microneedling, CO2, um, IPL, all these other devices, RF, whatever it is that you have in your clinic, we want to build that base, get your skin as healthy as we can, and then supplement with neuromodulators and fillers. Because if you're not doing it that way and you're doing all neuromodulators, this is my personal opinion, this is not the... Uh, the opinion of everybody in this industry, but if you are not addressing the core health of your skin and where your collagen levels are at and where your elastin levels are at, and you stop getting neuromodulators, watch the F out in three months because you're going to wake up and look terrible. Well, and also back to Lisa, what the um, topic of the show was by the unit or by the area we do it by the unit, but I also think that people and clients and patients are so conditioned in this industry, at least in the United States, it's all by the unit. So it would be an interesting transition for us to try to go by the area because patients are so hooked on, well, how many units did you put in? And, you know, so it would be very difficult to kind of make that transition for, for us, especially because it's not, it's not our core base. We offer it and we have an amazing injector, but it is not the core base of our business, but we definitely charge, um, per unit. But I like what Nathan was saying is if you have the most expensive hands in the biz, you shouldn't have to charge per unit. Mm-hmm. It is based on your knowledge base. Yep. It is based on your expertise and it shouldn't matter. This is what you need. Yes. This is how much you're going to charge per area because my hands went to school for 10 years, including residency. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have to, for being the moderator, do I get a few minutes to yes, you do. We want to hear from minutes. you. You're, you're Mrs. Well, neuromodulator. Well, <laughs> well, I sure yeah. don't go without it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's tricky. And to echo what Steph says and working from, from both sides. So selling neuromodulator on one side and then uh, to clinics, but then selling neuromodulator to patients in clinic for many, many years. And the tail end of being in clinic, that's when a, a few people started doing that selling per area versus per unit. And uh, Steph is exactly right. When we we in this industry have absolutely trained patients that it's per unit uh, to the point where they'll ask, they're very involved in treatment plans, more involved than we probably should have them at this point. But the education is it, this is what we've trained them to do. And there has been so much education and patients are savvy AF, like they'll go and they'll do their research. And when you tell a patient per unit, they know how many units the last injector gave them. They know how long that lasted. They're pretty savvy to know their brands between, you know, Disport uh, kicking in quicker, lasting longer. And if it's the same price as another modulator, I had to come on. Give it to me. <laughs> it's it's true, right? You're you're going for that difference, but they're savvy. They're doing their research. They're l- looking this stuff up, and so there was a time in clinic when we tried to go from per unit to per area. It, it we got a bit of backlash. I'm not going to lie. Patients were kind of like, okay, well, so 
if I'm getting 30 units and she's getting 25 units, but you're charging us 300 units for the globella. So you're making like, it was just, they're sitting there literally being mathletes in the consult trying to figure this out. And it did, did not bode well for us. We ended up going back. But we do it with laser, guys. We don't like we, we charge do. we charge by the area with laser. Like yeah. it's very rare you charge by the pulse when it comes to laser. Exactly. But most yeah. patients are used to that. Where do, do you charge do you charge by pulse neck and in, in your in your clinic? So specifically with sculpture, which yeah. we, we've actually done the most treatments with sculpture of any clinic in the world, no big deal. But on that love it. Uh, on I love that, it. Like no big deal. <laughs> no, but but on but on that uh, on that comment, we we charge per panel, and, and the reason being is it's different because especially it's different. Body, it's very different. Yeah. In the body contouring world, there's a lot of clinics that take advantage of people because they don't know what's what's happening, and we we I tried to. Um, I shouldn't say I, we, the significantly better looking one of us and smarter one of us, uh, we work together on this because that's how we keep our marriage together. By the way, everybody should go back and listen to it. Should be working this um, but <laughs> we, we actually broke it down into a commodity pricing on the body contouring side because it's so confusing and we are conditioned in this world to think about units and I dove into it for that way for the pricing. Perfect. Well, it's it is quite a topic. I I think that we've covered a lot and I think I don't know, I still and too I think it's depending on where you are, not only depending on your practice, but I think it's depending on where you are in the world and what goes on in in that area and what your competitors are doing and what what you've trained. But Go I think ahead, it, but I think as an industry we need to be very careful, and I think we need to protect our margins. Like, a, as an industry, we need to protect our margins. We need to there, – there, there's going to eventually have to be a shift, right? Like, we can't get into this, like, pissing competition of, oh, she's $9 a unit, I'm $10 a unit. So I yeah. think it makes sense as an industry that we start going to these conferences and we start collaborating and, and we start saying – Hey guys, it's it's time to start treating by the area or treating by the charging by the result, because yeah. we don't want this industry to become a commodity. It's going to be no fun. There's going to be no margin in it, and we're like it's going to take all the the education and the and the fun out of this educa- out of this industry away. So I think it's definitely a topic that we may have to revisit on this podcast. I think we're going to revisit because I, I absolutely we're going to revisit. I do not agree with you. At all. I was like, yeah. George wants to yeah. say something. Yeah. I'm, George, what are you no, thinking? No. I want to well, hear what I'm, you're I'm, I'm going bananas think. here, too. We, we have to revisit. Wait. We have to revisit this because let's simplify it. We all want to be like, let's standardize the pricing and this and that. Okay. I don't know what everybody pays for their haircuts on here. And if you ask a man, it's going to vary. But usually the average price is around 30 to 35 bucks. Boys, am I right that are on here? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Okay. Ladies, you're spending upwards of $100 for a haircut, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yep. how many of you are going to magic cuts for $10? You Not pay if- for the talent and you pay for what it's worth. If you find a good injector that works with your face and knows what they're doing, I do not mind paying a hundred, 200, $300 more as long as they are perfect for my face. Now, whether you sell it by the unit or by the, or by the area, Hey, that's your business decision. And if you are the right talent and you are the right person, and Nathan, you said it perfectly in the beginning, we are selling the end result. And here's the tricky thing for everyone listening. 
my injector for my face with my muscle groups, as good as they are, does not mean they're a good injector for you. It's talent. It's understanding anatomy and understanding facial structure. My face as a man is very different from a face as a woman's. My muscle structure is very different from that of Nathan Strom, even though he's another man. Our dosing is different. The time required to understand our dosing and how we move is different. How we animate our face is different. So I would rather be paying for the talent and the result, no matter how they're selling it to me, than anything else. And I think you all could agree with that because I'm getting a lot of head bopping. Um, I was going to close the show. I was going to close the show, but my boy, my, my, my man crush, Nick Tverdick, when I break up with Nathan, I'm going to start dating Nick. Just to get, <laughs> just to get closer to Steph. Let's be honest. But uh, I know you want to say something before I wrap it up and thank Lisa. No. Uh, well, so uh, I, th- I think you just summed it up great, but I also want to, the word turning this into commodity has turned into a very ugly phrase, Right. And commodity purely means that people understand how the pricing is based upon how many units are sold, right? So when I say I I turn some of the body contouring into commodity pricing, I did not mean that I'm cheapening the situation. I just made it easy for people to understand. We, We all live in a capitalistic society, right? So everything that we understand is you buy more, you pay for less. So when, when we do the body contouring commodity, quote unquote, pricing, it's not to cheapen the situation. It's to give the patients more of an understanding of what they're paying for and why, where in body contouring, the paying for areas, I think really confuses people because it doesn't make sense. Um, so I, I wanted to clear that up a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm in a believer of commodity pricing. I'm putting quotation marks around that, but it's not for what has become such a agreed upon ugly term in this industry. It's more for that people understand what they're paying for and why. Um, and I 100% agree with what George just said is it doesn't matter how they charge. It's more about paying for what is worth you doing, whether that's commodity pricing per unit or per area. It doesn't matter. Go to who you like, go to who you trust, go to who's going to show you the results. And that's what this industry is all about. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said, George, about that's your face. It's not where you cut the budget. You don't want to go to the cheapest place because that's when you can get, like, if it's too cheap, you got to wonder about that. You got to wonder about the training. You got to wonder about the reconstitution. You got to wonder about the efficacy of the product. What you don't want, especially with neuromodulator, is your eyelid to slam shut or your eyebrow to be resting on your teats. You you don't want any complications. (laughs) And so if you go cheap, you got to watch out. You got to beware. So I love that, George, with investing in it. It's your face. I love that. And with that, I think it's time we end this episode. I do want to say sorry to anybody that's selling $10 haircuts at Magic Cuts. I mean, you know, I think you could be doing better. I think you could be going somewhere and selling it for at least, you know, the cost of minimum wage for the hour. I don't know. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. If Magic Cuts wants to sue my pants off for that, hey, let's go for it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right, Nathan? We got we got a little money in the bank to cover my, my smart By the mouth. way, Arya integrated uh, that was a highlight. That, that has nothing to do with the revenue doctors there. <laughs> George Scandalis. The Magic Cuts comment was brought to you by the revenue doctors. <laughs> so, anyhow, I want to say thank you to everybody listening to us. And, and just remember, there are so many talented people in this industry. Yep. Go find the right person for you. 
You know, I mean, there are four different consultants on the show or consultancy companies, I should say, on the show. One of them are two, and I consider them a single unit. But, you know, you don't like my personality. That's okay, because if you go see Lisa, you're going to get just as good a consultant because you jive with her. It doesn't mean that I'm more talented or she's more talented or Nathan or Nick or Steph, but you got to find who's right for you. Now, Lisa charges a little more than I do, so you should come to visit me first. <laughs> right? But remember, you pay for what you get, people. And with that, the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter bids you all farewell. Don't forget to follow, listen, like, share. Tell your friends. Tell your partners. Tell your colleagues. You're going to a conference? Tell everybody about this little podcast that you spend your time listening to because it makes us very happy to know that you like it. And it gives us the encouragement to do more episodes for you with all the topics you want to hear. So don't forget to follow us all at Lisa Krause, the bitch and beautician at Nathan Strom, Nathan Strom at the underscore skin underscore guy. That's me, George Scandalis. And you've got, of course, Nick and Steph to verdict. That's at Nick to verdict and at Steph to verdict. If you don't remember how to find us, you find one of us, you're going to find all our stuff tagged on each other on how to follow us because we are all one and the same, trying to make this industry better 15 minutes at a time. Goodbye, everybody. On to the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.